Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the reaction episode, Illinois. Now, before we get into everything, let's go ahead and once again do the uh, housekeeping. Uh, Guys, go to the YouTube where you can find this one. I'm going old school again, so this way we won't have any audio problems like last time. Uh, Go to the YouTube page. Like and subscribe, whatever, blah. Uh, enjoy it. I'm going to put up all reaction episodes and even some clips here and there. Uh, two, go to the to the social media aspect of it. So the Facebook and the Instagram face uh, fan pages. So the Michigan Maniac Podcast fan page on Facebook and the Michigan Maniac Podcast on Instagram. I put up memes. We talk. We have a good time. You know. It's a good it's a good thing. So let's get into this, right? Uh first of all, before we get into anything, let's just do a little recap, right? Michigan looked great coming out, running all over, and I mean all over Illinois. Now that's not sh- that shouldn't uh, shouldn't be surprising since they're like ninety fifth in the run or something like that, and they average about 250 to 300 yards given up on the run every every game. I think Minnesota last week had over 300 yards rushing on them. So it's not surprising that we could get the run and get the run big, right? Not a big surprise, but any little bit helps when our when our offense looks as doo-doo as it does. So, um great start. 28 nothing right before the half, we kind of fall asleep. They go they get a touchdown. With that big son of a B, uh, this kid, he's a big dude. He, I mean, he, they say he's like 6'2", 202, but I don't believe it. Uh, Josh, I'm your baby tonight, Abudia. I don't know what his name was. Uh, uh, Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Uh, I don't know. Fill in the blank. Whatever the guy's name is, he was a beast. Uh, pretty damn awesome. Just to give you an idea, he torched us for five for 102, one touchdown, but his average was 20.4 yards per catch. Right. That's lighting us up. And I mean, he's bigger, physically bigger than Vincent Gray, who was on him uh, because of uh, Lavert Hill was out. So, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Ow. So we jump out 28 7 lead. Boom. Come out and completely shit the bed. Now, when I prayed to the uh, football, college football gods to give Shea Patterson, not an injury, but severe diarrhea, I didn't realize it was going to manifest itself out on the field because that is exactly what this Michigan offense did in that second half. Completely and utterly just shit all over the field. Um, we once again missed a great opportunity to see what our our backups have to do. So, like, I've heard, oh, well, you know, McCaffrey's healthy. He's probably back, but he's got to knock off some rust, so we can't really put him in there yet. Well, how's he going to knock off rust if you don't put him in a game? And here's the thing. You don't want to put him in the game to knock off rust against Penn State or Notre Dame. Uh, you want to put him in a game against Illinois. Like, that's the whole fucking point of playing these stupid fucking teams. Like, that's why you do it. I mean, 
Could he have done any worse than 10 total yards in the third quarter? 10 total yards in the third quarter. Could he have done worse than that? Could he have? I doubt it. Why not put him in there? Unless Harbaugh's so scared of the fragile psyche of our boy Fumbles Patterson, that or Fumbles Patterson's, a.k.a. Uh, Shea Harbaugh, or I made a promise to your daddy I can't bench you, Shea Patterson. Um, why? Why don't we do it? It was 28-7 coming out of the half. Just sit, just sit the little fragile angel down and just be like, listen here, snowflake. Right now we're going to let, you know, run DMC, try and figure out if he still remembers how to throw a ball. We're going to knock off some rust against this awful team in which you kind of looked okay against in the first half. If that hurts Shea Patterson's feelings, then what is he doing playing football? I hear they've got a great Jacks team or a tiddlywinks, or a four-square, tetherball. I mean, Michigan's very good at a, a bunch of different intramural sports. He doesn't have to play football if he's so fragile on the inside. Um, three fumbles. Once again, the offense started playing in the third quarter like it hates the defense. Three fumbles. Three. Once again, that makes, if you're counting which we all are, 17 fumbles on the season. 17. You know how many we had last year? I think we had three. 17 fumbles on the season. Nine of them lost. That's right. Nine drives lost because we can't hold on to the fucking ball. And once again, fumbles living up to his nickname, fumbled the ball, but he just happened to fall a stupid... I think he fell on it. I don't know. I was so... I think I might have, like, went into a a haze at some point in that third quarter because I couldn't believe what the fuck I was watching. Um, Christian Turner, once again, uh, solidified why he should be on the uh, concession stand team with Ben Van Sumeren, uh, fumbling the ball and losing it. True Wilson really starting to irritate me with his fumble. Couldn't hold on to the fucking thing. Uh but two running backs really do emerge from this, and that's uh, uh, Hassan Haskins looked fantastic, really looked good, uh, and Zach Charbonnet. And it, you can tell he's starting to get a little bit healthier with that knee because he's do a little shake, a little shake, you know, so he's getting that in there, which is good. I mean, you know, he's a cut-and-go type of guy, so I don't know how elusive he is with the shake, but... At least he's in there, and his knee's looking good. I mean, Haskins had, let's go to the notebook here, uh, 12 rushes for 125 and a touchdown, an average of 10.4 yards per carry, pretty awesome. And then Charbonnet, 18 for 116, a touchdown, 6.4 rushing yards per game. Uh, per ga- uh, You know what I mean, per rush. Uh, another one that kind of impressed me, and I think we should really get him in there more often than not, is that uh, Schoonmaker. I mean, I remember him in one of the other games. Every time I see Schoonmaker, he always catches a touchdown, it seems like. I would like to see that kid in the more. He's big. He seems to have some speed, and he's got some hands. Um, I like Hugh Banks, but Hugh Bank, or Hugh Banks, uh, Hugh Banks likes to drop balls. He really does. I like him, and he had some big play potential last year. Uh, he just hasn't really lived up to it this one. But 
Uh, I just want players who are going to make plays so we can win games. I don't care how long they've been there. I don't care if you promised his daddy, his grandmother, his dying uncle, some fat guy who really loves him. I don't give a fuck who you promised. Promise that you put good players on the on the fall on the field and then we win fucking football games that's what you're supposed to do i don't know what else are you supposed to do but i know that jim harbaugh gets paid a lot of money to win football games not to make people feel good about themselves or keep the fragile believing in themselves i i I don't believe that's what he's doing and yeah so if you were to tell me now this is shea patterson's line 11 for 22 194 three touchdowns no interception shocker and it's uh, QBR of 85.5. Now, if you were to tell me that was his, his stat line last week, I would have been like, damn, that's he's really starting to turn it around. That's a top five defense in the nation. I think they're ranked currently three or four, Iowa. So you do that against Iowa? Yeah, okay, right, you're coming out of it. But you're, going, you're doing this against Illinois. Illinois? Illinois. However you want to fucking pronounce it, they still suck. They still are awful. And you're still only putting up 194 yards passing. That game should have been 42 to nothing. Easy, 42 to nothing. And here's a big difference. And I know I make the comparisons a lot, but just deal with it. Uh, When, for example, I was watching the Clemson game, right? Clemson just either scored or didn't do something right. I can't remember what is close to the half. And they were up 28 to nothing. And Dabo Sweeney started screaming at the whole team and started yelling at them to focus and, you know, whatever. Just really getting on them. And they were up 28 to nothing. Harbaugh, you wouldn't even know Harbaugh's in the, even watching the game. He's so checked out most of the time. There's a difference. It's all about keeping the boys in the game, keeping their minds focused. Yeah, we we have a good defense. We have a very good defense. And if you let them read their own press clippings, they can daydream. When we're up 28 to 7 going into halftime, if you're not yelling at them, telling them to stay focused for mainly for the offense cuz I, I will not blame the defense for any of those points today. When your offense only gets 10 yards, 10 yards total in the third fucking quarter and fumbles the ball three times. I do not blame the defense for giving up points. Just don't. I don't know how you can. That's Harbaugh's job is to keep them focused. Ask any major football player. They always say it's harder to do the things you're supposed to do than pull off upsets. Because no one picks you to beat to beat the, the Ohio States of the world. But everybody in the world picked us the land-based fucking Illinois. And at halftime, you keep those boys focused, we probably go out and we score 42 points. Now, if you were to tell me we'd only get 10 points, I mean 10 yards... In total offense and three turnovers in the third quarter, I'd say, well, then run DMC is knocking off some rust, and hopefully he got it out of his system and we're going. No, that was our starting quarterback that was still in there. Yeah, I know. You would think it was a perfect opportunity to sit Mr. Fragile Pants down on the fucking seat 
you know, with a little lace pillow so he doesn't hurt his poor rear end. Because we don't want to hurt poor Shea Patterson in any way, shape, or form. Because he's so fragile of mind. Um, and put in the kid. And then you say, okay, I get it. Yeah, 10 yards total. Got it. Let's get Patterson back in there. Run DMC ain't ready for it. But that's our starting fucking quarterback. <laughs> Once again, our, our defense looked fantastic, in my opinion. We had three sacks. That's without Quiddy Pay. Uh, Uche, I think, had all three. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Cam McGrone, once again, living up to the hype, just getting better and better. Um, 11 total tackles, I think nine solo. And that actually is the identical stat line to the uh, fan-hated uh, Jordan Glasgow. Now, listen, I'm here nor there on Jordan. Uh to me, he's the Brandon Watson of this year, to be quite honest. I think he's good against bad teams, and I think he's bad against good teams, plain and simple. Uh, Brandon Watson looked great in certain games, and then when we played Ohio State and Florida, he looked like straight dookie. So I think that's, you know, I think actually Jordan Glasgow is a step above Brandon Watson. I mean, they, I know they play different positions. I don't need to hear it. I know they play different positions. I'm talking about their level of play when they're on the field. Uh, Josh Ross didn't make the didn't make the trip, so no wonder why uh, Jordan was in the game. Um, Collins obviously didn't make didn't make the uh, Nico Collins didn't make the trip. Lavert Hill didn't make the trip. So that's why we had, uh, you know, some hiccups on the defensive side. That's fine. I don't think it was that big of a deal because I think their quarterback only threw for 192. And most of that was, like I said, to, you know, Jingleheimer Schmidt. So out of all that, I don't think that's so bad. 102 yards or so. Yeah, 102 yards of 192 went to one guy. Okay. All right. I, I get it. When your when your defense is out on the field for ninety percent of the third quarter, and our delicate princess fumbles is out there just throwing the ball on the ground like a petulant child, refusing to do his his chores for the day. I mean, that's just something you have to do. Um, I just one thing I would love to see right now is us stop all the hokey bullshit plays, all the gimmicky crapola. One, I hope to never see Bench Mason ever again on offense. Please never, never, ever, ever, never go on offense. And I know Shea Patterson can't throw five yards. Can't do it. Refuses to throw an accurate five yards. He hates it. Refuses to do it. I don't know what five yards did to his mother, but he refuses to throw easy fucking passes and complete them. Uh, Ben Mason, of course hits a guy because fuck why not you know get that personal foul in there knock us right out of fucking uh scoring range because let's put it this way if you put quinn or dean in the game we're not going to score a game we're not going to score the points 34 yards i know the win blah blah the win was so bad blah even if it was in a dome 34 yards is an impossibility for quinn or dean because he's the wild thing yeah, he's going to show you how crazy he is because he's a field goal kicker. You're going to remember him. <sighs> Just fucking awful. The worst I've ever seen. Uh, but yeah, we, you know, hey, he gets his fair share, right? Because apparently this is, uh, you know, this is Little League football. And Jim Harbaugh believes everybody gets a chance to play, 
right? God forbid we should just put in the players that are the best at their position so we can win fucking football games. God forbid. I, I don't know who wins by that fucking notion. That's craziness. I mean, everybody should live by the whole, if you've been here longer, you should play routine. That's awesome. Way to go, Jimmy. You're doing a great job. Um, this is going to be a, a tremendously long episode because, I mean, what I mean, what did we see today, right? Like, I know we won 42 to 25. So we, 20, we put 28 up. They put 25 up. We woke up and scored the last 17. Yes, and on the last drive of those game, the last two drives where we scored points, he, Shea Patterson actually made some plays. He refuses, by the way, to fucking keep the ball on anything. And I didn't want to believe it because somebody told me something this week, and I, I did not want to believe this. But the more I see this, the more it's starting to make sense to me. Shea Patterson got drafted in, what, the 95th round or something, whatever baseball has, to the uh, Texas Rangers. Now, we all know with this effort that Shea Patterson is putting in right now, there's no way on God's green earth he's going to get drafted to the NFL. So he's going to be riding on a bus for about, oh, his whole career in AAA baseball trying to make it with the Rangers. So I don't think this kid wants to hold the ball or take any unnecessary shots to ruin his career. I didn't want to think that, but on a fourth and two, everybody and their mother is calling out, we're going to run up the middle. Uh, I was at a, I was at my buddy's house today, and his blind mother, who was visiting, said, oh, is this a Michigan game? Was it fourth and two? Well, are they running up the middle? I was like, whoa, slow down, lady. Harbaugh is definitely not that predictable. And Shea Patterson gave it to, what, Hassan Haskins, who got drilled? Well, while... Uh, Shea Patterson ran off to the side and was untouched and could have gone for easily five, ten yards. But no, Shea doesn't want to get hit because he's a princess. He's he's delicate cargo from what I'm sure his grandmother tells him every time he gets into the car and she kisses him right on his big stupid face. Um, now, when I say these bad things about Shea Patterson, I'm talking about his performance. If a performance was a person... It's the dumbest person in the history of football, right? And the person, Shea Patterson, is probably uh, delightful. But his performance as a person is god-awful, right? Just the worst. So, um, yeah, why, why? Why hold on to the ball and run it and take maybe a shot or two and get a first down when you can just hand it off and let some guy get minus three yards constantly? I mean... We are always running that play. So it's just disappointing. I mean, I'm watching the, the Iowa-Penn State game right now. Penn State doesn't look that great. They don't. They're beatable. They're very beatable. But they're not Shea Patterson beatable. I, I don't know how we're going to pull this off with Shea Patterson doing this shit all the fucking time. And yeah, we had a chance to maybe see what Run DMC or Joe Milton could have done in that second half. Up 28-7 to today. Perfect excuse. We had it all set up. But what did Jimmy Harbaugh do? He put dickhole back out there and he fucked it up once again. We are really doing a great job. I mean, we waste talent better than any other team I know. 
I just waste it. I mean, give us your fucking talented kids and we will fucking destroy their hopes and dreams, guys. I'm telling you, offensively, please, if you're a five-star wide receiver, please come to Michigan so we can shit all over your dreams. Just take a big steaming dump of shit right all over your dreams. That's what we do best here at Michigan. We waste wide receiver talent because we don't want to hurt Shea Patterson's feelings. We don't even want to take a chance that our second-string quarterback could go out and get 10 total yards in the second, I mean, in the third quarter. We just have already given up. We said, no! Run, DMC. You cannot do that. That's too impossible. The, the lofty numbers of 10 total yards in a quarter. Only Joe Montana and Tom Brady are capable of such lofty heights of wonderment. I mean, we sit there and just are shocked that we even have this long losing streak to Ohio State when we can put together 10 total yards in the third quarter. I mean, how did not everybody on that offense just go to the pros? Like, we are just a pro factory of shitting on people's fucking dreams. No wonder Nico Collins was hurt. I would act hurt too if you're just going to shit all over my dreams. Please at least let me sit back in the dorms and try and fuck cheerleaders or all the other girls that think I'm cool because I play on the football team. Let me do that if all you're going to do is shit all over my dreams. Please, at least let me get some fun or just a sense of accomplishment out of something in my life. I don't blame them. I'd fake, I'd fake injury too. I mean, fuck, man. This is the... And I told myself, I said, Adam, don't go crazy on this episode. Really try to give him some information. You know, try and break it down. You know, really try... I can't do it. I... I just can't do it with I don't want to hate people I really don't but every time I see Shea Patterson's face it looks like he's trying to figure out the look on his face is like who farted is it me wait wait huh it what what he's clueless and he's got this fucking black shoe polish all over his stupid face he looks like a he looks like a mentally challenged road warrior you know what i mean like remember the road warriors and i'm going to put it up anywhere in here and you're gonna see it you're gonna be like that looks just like them if they were mentally challenged if he was slow in some way if he was like a character uh, like if he was some frat boy who said you know what i want to be for halloween i want to be a slow road warrior and this is what this motherfucker looks like when he has that stupid shit all over his face. Last, don't look like a football player. Be a football player. Be one. Stop playing Halloween and dress up because you're a big boy now and put on your big boy pants and make throws. Make reads. Quit making one read and hucking it somewhere. <sighs> okay. So I want to introduce a new... <laughs> fantastic transition uh right now we're going to make a new um a new little segment called studs or duds or studs or i don't know i don't even know the name of this yet all i know is it's going to be good players versus guys who should be working in the concession stand right football players or concession stand should be what it's called <laughs> 
I'll come up with something snappier as we go along, but most of this is just ad lib because I just write down notes and I go with it. So, um, so our studs. Let's end with something happy, right? Our studs of the day. Haskins, of course. I mean, looked fantastic, and I think and followed that up with Charbonnet. They they look good now. Yes, I know it's against Illinois. Illinois, they're the second worst team in the Big Ten. In the B in the B one G, um, but still, there's a much better running performance than we had against Rutgers. So that's impressive. That's showing that our our offensive line is finally getting on track, and our and our running backs are starting to hit that stride with our with our running with our running game. You know what I mean? Where they're finally starting to see those holes. It it happens. It's starting to start. It's going somewhere, right? It, it's positive. Uh, I mean, Jalen Mayfield pancake some dude today. I mean, we're looking, we're starting to look good. Even when Shea looked awful, the offensive line still gave him plenty of time to take big shits on the field. So they've given him plenty of time to look awful. Um, McGrone, I mean, come on. How do you not love this kid? He's constantly getting better and better and better and better. Um, great, uh, fantastic. I'm even going to, I'm even going to salute Ronnie Bell on this. We haven't had a a hundred yard wide receiver since 2015 or something like that. 2015, 2016. It's something ridiculous like that. We haven't had a hundred yard wide receiver and he was two yards off of that today. Three catches for 98 yards, no touchdowns, but still pretty damn impressive. I like that. Uh, now, guys, I never want to see again and can go help Ben Van Sumeren in the concession stand are these three people. Um, ben Mason, please, I never want to see you again on offense. Never, ever. Because all you do is uh, fumble the ball. Uh, you hit people when you shouldn't because obviously you can't distinguish offense from defense anymore. And I know Shea Patterson threw it in the at your shoes. I know it was only a five-yard pass, which is too long for, for fumbles over there to, to do it. But, uh, you know, hey, just never come back on offense, please. Please never. If Harbaugh says, Mason, get out there. Be like, ooh, me no like offense. Me play defense. Or however you talk. I mean, that's just... Uh, uh, actors, uh, you know, like I just, I'm trying to enact how I think you would talk. I don't know. I'm sure you're pretty smart because you go to Michigan. And once again, I'm not saying that Ben Mason a person isn't great, but his performance, if it was a person, is the is awful. And would if his performance is a person, I could see him bashing his head into lockers to win bets if he could dent it. Uh, those are the kind of things that I see Ben Mason, the performance, doing. Um, so please never show up again. And if you can, I'm sure you and your muscle-bound buddy Ben Van Sumeren can toss uh, peanuts at each other and then give each other wedgies all day long. Just as long as you're just not on the field, that'd be great enough for me. Um, also, I mean, what would be a podcast if I didn't hope that Shea Patterson got violent diarrhea and never played and never started again for the Michigan Wolverines. Um, I mean, if the college football gods are listening, uh, violent diarrhea, please. I mean, obviously, we want him to be okay. We just want him to shit his pants right before the game. That's it. And I mean, just violent diarrhea for about 30 seconds. 
just enough for him to shit himself. He can't play. And then we start somebody else. That's all I ask. That's all. That's, I mean, I don't think that's too much to ask. I mean, who hasn't had violent diarrhea like that one time in their life? So I'm not really asking for anything too uh, awful, I don't think. So Fumbles Patterson, you know, Fumbles Harbaugh, a.k.a. Uh, John O'Corn 2.0. Um, please join the concession stand and underthrow the peanuts to all the people who paid for them in the audience or the crowd. And then Christian Turner, thank you for showing up, but no thanks. I would prefer you never come back on the field again. I, You can't figure out how to hold on to the ball. I don't even know how many fumbles you had this year, but if every time I think of Christian Turner, I think of can't pass, block, and fumble, you can't be doing everything right. You're more than likely doing a lot of things wrong. So please, once again, go and hand off and fumble all the peanuts to everybody down the line in the concession stand or spill some sodas on somebody. Do whatever it is that you do, but please don't do it on the field anymore. So once again, bench Mason, go go bench press to your heart's desire, but never please come out on the football field again. Shea Patterson, Shea Fumbles, get, you know, whatever. And, you know, Christian Turner, not, I mean, you got speed, and I know you have promise, but this season isn't for you. This isn't for you. Right? I Like I said, I think the tetherball team has got an opening. So maybe that ball's on a string, so I don't think you can fumble it. Um, so, yeah. That's how we're going to end this one, guys. Uh, it was super exciting. Right? I mean, um, we'll end on this because I don't want to do a whole bunch of it, but uh, I'm sick and tired of the whiteout. I'm tired of listening to how great it is. The, oh, that's so scary. Oh, the, the people there. Um, and Jim Harbaugh's era, uh, we're three and one right now, right? We're, yeah, we're three and one against Penn State. Yeah, three and one. And the one was a 42 to 13 loss and a whiteout, but they also had Saquon Barkley and about four other pro football players. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to shit all over that. We just lost. And plus we had John O'Corn. You know, I mean, we've got his brother as our starter now, but, you know, I don't know if we're going to win that game, but I don't think we need to be so fucking scared of it, for God's sakes. I think there's 7-7 seven and seven in whiteout games, and this is what we're scared of, 7-7. Seven and seven. Anyways, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine, right? It is fantastic. I love it. Every day I love it. I love them more than family. Um... It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine, guys. And always and forever, go blue.